let me just say this. This week um, has been a very, very bad week for the District of Columbia image-wise. Uh, we just were up on Wall Street. Um, there were testimony before Capitol Hill. And then this week, I think, in my 20 years on the council at least, I haven't seen anything like this, almost going back to the Vista Hotel. But it's, it's a bombshell. I mean, some people say that you have described or laid out one of the largest uh, corruption, public pay-to-play scandals that this city has ever seen. The last thing in the world we need now is the chairman of the Metro Board compromising himself ethically and then lying about it and covering it up. And that's what we just had. All right, an FBI raid on D.C. City Councilman Jack Evans' home today signaled more trouble for Evans, who announced his resignation from the Metro Board just yesterday. It's a, it, it is the biggest deal that, that we've ever seen. And the Post has long shielded Evans. Jack Evans sat in a vehicle outside his house as the FBI searched his home and pulled out boxes of evidence. It came a day after Evans's resignation from the Metro Board. It might be the slice that ultimately requires the U.S. Attorney to say, we gotta go, we gotta go with this. Maybe hard, maybe we just gotta go with this. But I don't see how you can give this a pass, especially now that not only Republicans, but Democrats are taking a look at this. In On Congress. Wednesday, Evans acknowledged he violated the ethics code by not disclosing a conflict of interest that netted him at least $50,000 a year from a local company. The district councilman previously denied any wrongdoing, whose relationship with private clients is under federal investigation. Decisions if we do that. How are you going to make hard decisions when someone will point to the gray, to or Kwame Brown, many people have said, even those who like him, that his credibility to lead the fight on the budget matter for the council is really undermined by this SUV stuff and his own credit problems. But just the SUV is enough. How can you look at the people you're cutting, the programs around the city? It seems to me it undermines the ability of the mayor and the council to get the real work done. And there is no doubt, Tom, that it absolutely does. This, this episode, this last week, has in many ways tarnished the image of the city that Mayor Williams, Linda Kropp, myself, and others have tried to change over the last 10 years. Does it solve the problem now that he's resigned from the board? I don't think it fully solves the problem, but it certainly removes a big stench. This was so egregious, the lying and the cover-up so blatant. It did. Evan's stuff is so far beyond anything I've ever seen. It merits all that and more and it hadn't gotten that. This isn't personal. This is about a level of fair play and where's the line? And there's a double standard of what the Post finds important and what it, what it doesn't find important. Did Kwame Brown make any statement? I, I think it's important, Coach, if I could just have, have my uh, 40 seconds of editorializing. I've already seen in some uh, online postings and other places that in the mayor and some other people, they are expressing their sadness and disappointment at this. Where is the anger? As a citizen, we should be angry first when public officials betray the trust that we uh, put in them. So yes, you can be sad if you want to and you feel sorry for his family members and there will be other uh, court cases involving family members. But let's be, you can be sad and you can be disappointed, but that's as citizens of the city, we ought to be angry too. So all the stuff that all the other officials with strong black support, whether it be Vince Gray, Trayon White, Marion Barry, yourself, all that put together doesn't begin to even amount to anywhere close to what Evans has done over the years. And we've seen one 
council member after another with strong black support be brought into the media and had their stuff blown up in ways that are just incomparably uh, just the exposure, the consistency, the breathlessness of the reporting, including with your situation, which for for a personal matter, not for public corruption. Um, and yet the coverage was just unending. And yet with Evans, you have the real deal. The, I think that for the most part, the Washington Post is DC's paper of record and Absolutely. sets the contours of what is acceptable and what is hot and what we should be talking about and what maybe is not so important we can just pass along and move on. So what's the, what is the unwritten narrative that we're supposed to be getting on board with here? I don't, have, I don't have the slightest personal vendetta against Jack Evans. What bothers me though, is that I've watched you go to court, be railed against in the media. I watched Vince Gray, his almost entire time as mayor was under federal investigation. I watched Marion Barry, watched Trayon White, attacked over stuff that is so trivial and so minor. And then when Evans stuff is so major. It makes all the other stuff look just trite, insignificant, petty, simply not worth mentioning. Maybe as one day stories, but not this type of stuff that merits sustained daily You think coverage. there's a double standard? There is a double Just imagine Kwame Brown, if you had done this. Just imagine if Vince Gray had done this. Just imagine if Marion Barry had done this. I don't have to imagine, I've been through it. I know they would write a story every single day. They're still writing a story, might write a story tomorrow. I don't know, depends on how to feel, right? But they just, I, but, but. They've written they wrote one story online, never in print, when it comes to Jack Evans. That's what makes me so upset is, let's just have one standard. There's not one standard. And with the, the narrow slice of Jack Evans' corruption that we're looking at is consuming the news, and people are saying, well, even on Koji here, it might be corrupt. This is, we're, we're way beyond Mike. Which if I'm, a, if I'm a US attorney, that doesn't look good. What's not legal is not disclosing that you have a client, so he might, he had presumably a client through his patent bogs firm. If but you the chair any of any chair, that's legal. So let's move on. Right, and, that's, and nothing's illegal about that? No, on the, on the face right? of it, nothing. Okay. However, so where is the... Well, that's, that's the case that Jack Evans made. I would be really interested to see what a U.S. attorney would say about this. And we asked Mr. Evans, do you have a conflict of interest? He didn't respond. But two days later in the committee, he started recusing himself. He said it was only out of an abundance of caution. This, when he was confronted by it, by reporters a couple years later when this email surfaced, he said, yeah, 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 but it's not a conflict of interest. The Washington Post did one story online, never in print. No, 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 no. To provide a quarter billion dollars in a, of public money in a deal in which you have yeah, a but, private but, interest. No, but he, he, he represents Just imagine, Ward, he rep, he represents Ward too. Yeah. You seem to believe it's a big deal, but other reporters don't seem to believe that it's a big deal. We can go on through his relationships with Eagle Bank, Colonial Parking. We talked about DigiMedia with Anthony Lanier, the developer. All of these things, we're not talking minor so, stuff. So, so let me ask you a question. Do you have confidence in the U.S. Attorney's Office? No, there isn't. Like, where's the Post editorial page? They just lost their voice in nine days, I believe it was, about Vince Gray. You haven't seen seven editorials about Evans in the last couple of years. If you want to make real money and you just want to put morality aside, it is crucial to push out low-income residents. Because for every block that you can clear, you can put up luxury condos and sell that to people who have 80 times more disposable income. In October, 
Evans accepts 200,000 shares of the company. 